0: Get us down. Some way simple, some profound, hey Broadway, I hope you're doing well as we, as we finish up the end of this week. And uh, today I wanted to, uh, to chat with you on this episode of The Pilot's Voice about something that's uh, really um, a very, becoming a central part of, of all of our lives and that I think that we don't often talk about in, in a biblical way or uh, really think about our, our Christian life. Um, in light of this particular part of all of our lives. And that's, that's the area of, of the ways that we, that we act and the ways that we talk and interact on social media. This past Tuesday evening at our elders meetings, we uh, just began talking about this and the, the impact that we see social media having on our own church and also on our own lives individually and the ways that we um, struggle uh, as, as followers of Jesus, as leaders, uh, thinking about how to respond in our own personal life on social media, as well as to respond, how to respond to to other people that we feel like, um, are, are followers of Christ, but who are not acting in a way that honors Christ. And so, um, what I've done this week and, uh, have got some feedback from some friends and some, some of our elders about, about this is I've, I've taken the 10 commandments, and have, have thought about our life on social media uh, through the lens of the Ten Commandments. And so in uh, the post below, you'll see kind of a summary of, of some of my thoughts there. And, uh, but I just want to talk them out with you today on, on this episode. So the first commandment is to have no other gods before God. Your life on social media is a part of your discipleship. It's a part of being a disciple of Jesus. Um, we are called to submit all of our actions of our life before before God, and so all of the, the guidance that Scripture gives to us um, about how we act in our relationships with one another, the call to be kind, the kind to be called to be gentle, the call to love our neighbors, all of those commands still apply when we hop onto social media, and uh, but I think we all know that. There's something about being on the screen and not being physically present with another person that sometimes makes us act in ways that we probably wouldn't act if the person was right in front of us. Um, And we respond to people in ways that we wouldn't respond if they were physically there there with us. And so um, we just need to remember that we are followers of Jesus when we're on social media in the same way that we are as we interact um, at church or in our neighborhood or at our in our homes, in our workplaces, um, we are still submitting to God first in our life. And his, his calling and his, his guidelines, his directions uh, for us need to be submitted to on social media as well. The second commandment is, uh, is don't make idols for yourselves or don't make a graven image. Uh, one of the greatest idols of the modern world is is the self is that we've really placed ourselves at, at the center of the universe and social media has this, this unique power, uh, for, for us to raise ourselves up or for us to place other people up onto a pedestal and to make, to make idols of individuals or even of ourselves. Um, and no other time in history has, um, anybody uh, had, had the power to immediately have access to hundreds or thousands or millions of people. Um, that is an incredible power that I'm not sure we are really able to wield very well And so it's important for us to remember that uh, that we want to make ourselves an idol we want to make a great name for ourselves. This was the problem in Genesis chapter 11 in the story of the Tower of Babel that the people there wanted to make a great name for themselves and it's very easy for us to do that on social media uh, to try to make a name great name for ourselves to present an image to the world uh, that people will will like and to admire. It's really easy to also make an idol of other people and to to raise them up and to put them on a pedestal where they don't belong. And so we need to be careful uh, to not make an idol through our practices on social media. Third, don't take God's name in vain. This command certainly has to do with not using God's name as a curse word. Uh, We need to be careful about that. Um, But it it has, there's more to it than that. Um, This command is is about using God's name in a way other than in reverence and worship. And so this on social media can play itself, play itself out in a few different ways. Uh, One is to make the name of God very trivial. Uh, Maybe you've received a forwarded email or, or something on, A Facebook post that, you know, that if you send this to 2000 people, then the Lord will bless you. Then Jesus will bless you. Uh, That is using the Lord's name in vain. It's making the name of God trivial, but can also be, um, we can also use God's name to try to gain something for ourselves. Uh, to try to assume that God is always on our side and to to appeal to him in order to to win some sort of argument or to assume that God is always on on our side because we agree with it. And so we need to be careful to not use God's name for our own benefit, but to uh, use God's name only as an act of worship. Number four, remember the Sabbath and to keep it holy. We need a regular break in our lives from social media. Um, this, this is one of the most important things for us to remember as we consider our, uh, what it means to follow Jesus as we participate in social media. Uh, you need a break. And so I want to encourage you that either today or the next day or two, to try to stay away from social media for one day. And if you can't do it, you have an addiction and it can be a problem for you in your life um one author his name is Andy Crouch uh, he wrote a book called the tech wise family would it really encourage you to to grab that and to have a read with it uh, read it for yourself and if you had kids especially the tech wise family uh, Andy Crouch suggests that we have an hour set aside every day where we are sure to not engage in social media that at least one day every week that we do not engage with social media and at least one week in an entire year where we do not engage in social media and so I think that that is really wise advice um, it creates a Sabbath a, a holy place a set apart place where we know that uh, that this very powerful um, tool that that we can use in our lives doesn't become um, doesn't become too strong doesn't uh, begin to dominate our lives and to make sure that we have control over it rather than it having control over us. And, and we need to remember that, um, that keeping up with the latest news, um, our attention to the latest trends is not what makes the world go round. Um, what really makes the world go round is, is God being attentive to our world. And for us to, to set aside a time where we are uh, taking our hands off the wheel and not trying to uh, be up on whatever is happening latest. Uh, The latest is an important time that we can set apart to remember who really is in control of things. The fifth commandment, uh, honor your father and your mother. Uh, I've written in my summary here, don't do anything online that would embarrass your mom. Uh, one of my friends who I sent this to said, well, what happens if my mom embarrasses me on social media? And I I think I'll just allow you to to figure out how to best deal with that. But uh, just remember who you are. Remember the person who you are. Um, Remember uh, that your actions um, are a reflection on your family, your personal family, as well as your church family. And uh, maybe the most important thing here is to remember that our actions on social media need to honor our Heavenly Father. That what we do um, reflects something to the world about what we think about Him. And our, 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 what, is what we post on social media, does it honor our Heavenly Father? Commandment number six, uh, don't murder. I say here, don't kill people. Uh, this, this may seem like an impossible thing to do via social media. But Jesus reminds us when he talks about the command not to murder in the Sermon on the Mount, he says that if you hate your brother, you've committed murder in your heart. He also says that if you call a person a fool, then you are in danger of the fires of hell. I think... A lot of us, myself included, have been sucked into conversations on Facebook or have seen something from somebody else on on Twitter or some other social media outlet, and we know what happens in our heart towards them when we see that. We become angry uh, in our heads. We may call them all sorts of names. Um, That's sin, and Jesus reminds us that we are in danger. Our hearts are in danger when we do that, and so we need to be very aware of that. And again, as I mentioned before, there's something about not being physically present with other people that somehow makes us feel free to say things that we would never say to them if they were in person. And so we need to, so we need to remember that the words that we say on social media do have an effect on the people who are reading them. And we need to, to, to steward that reality well. You need to be careful that the words that we say aren't hurting other people, um, aren't uh, just tearing other people to shreds. Uh, we need to be careful to, to love one another in the ways that we talk on social media. Commandment number seven, do not commit adultery. Uh, There are a lot of social media outlets that that do try to keep their their consumers um, from being unwanted, uh, unwantingly exposed to sexual content, but the danger is still there. They usually don't do a very good job of that. Uh, The danger is there. Um, In addition to being exposed to to sexualized images or ideas on social media, social media also has this potential danger of uh, potentially personally meeting someone, being attracted to them. Um, There's been stories of people who actually will then go and meet someone that they met on social media and um, have an affair with them or participate in some other adulterous way. And so uh, God told Cain in Genesis chapter 4 that, that sin is always crouching at your door and that we always need to be on guard. So we need to pay attention to our own hearts, the ways that we are viewing other people who are online, uh, the ways we may be thinking about them in ways that do not honor God, do not honor ourselves, do not honor our spouse, and do not honor that other person. Don't commit adultery. Command number eight, do not steal. Um, If you are talking about certain ideas um, on, on social media, make sure that if they originated from someone else or if that idea is from someone else, that you give them credit for it, that you don't simply pass off your ideas as your own. Number nine, do not bear false witness against your neighbor. When we pass on... Uh, information via a meme or or an article or some news source uh, that we can't verify that we don't know whether it's true or not but we just pass it on for one reason or another we are participating in gossip and perhaps even participating in perpetuating lies and when we do that we are breaking the ninth commandment no matter how much you might not like a particular person's politics, no matter how suspicious you might be of someone's behavior. It's a sin to pass on information, to talk about people in ways that uh, we can't verify, in ways that we can't say are true. And Christians especially have to be absolutely certain that the information that we are passing on to other people is truthful. Uh, the, The The integrity of the gospel depends on this. If Christians are known as people who just throw out false information without being sure about it, how are they possibly going to believe us? If we can't um, handle earthly truth, how are they possibly going to listen to us when we talk about eternal heavenly truths? And so we need to be very careful that the information that we are passing on, on our Twitter feeds, on our Facebook feeds, that 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 information is truthful especially if we're making accusations about someone else. Uh, That is bearing false witness against your neighbor. Commandment number 10, do not covet. Uh, Social media is a breeding ground for covetousness. Um, On social media, we have this opportunity to present to the world the very best parts of ourselves, and that's what people do. They, They don't, take pictures of their messy kitchen and their messy living room, they, they take these idyllic pictures of themselves and then present those to the world. And when we're all we're doing is seeing that on our feeds, um, we can begin to feel like our own life is inadequate or somehow falling short in some way. We can begin to feel jealous of other people's uh, lifestyles, their uh, their family life, their work life, their travel. Uh, we can be, begin to, to covet that. And God, God wants to be God wants to be honored in your particular life with the, with the joys and struggles that you are having in your own life. Um, he, he doesn't want you to be longing for someone else's life. He's giving you your particular life, and he wants to, to be Lord of it. And so um, i said here in the summary that, that all sin will make us miserable eventually. Covetousness makes us miserable immediately. And we've all had that feeling of, of going through Our social media feeds and seeing the great lives that everyone else seems to be living and it makes us miserable. And so we need to be on guard and to protect ourselves against that. The 10 Commandments were given to to Israel to be the basic rules about their way of life together. How it is that they got along as the people of Israel so that they could be a witness to the nations um, and, and to point to the truth of the God of Israel. Friends, when we are on social media and when we don't follow the Ten Commandments on social media, we are saying something about God. We are saying something about what we believe, about who Jesus is. And we need to be very careful um, in our relationships on social media that we are following uh, the guidelines of the Ten Commandments, as well as the many other guidelines that scriptures, that the, the scriptures give to us. The wisdom that scripture gives to us applies to our life on, online Um, in social media as well as our life and our everyday, uh, the other everyday parts of our lives. So I hope that this has been helpful for you as you you think about how you are responding um, right now in your own life on social media. I hope it's helpful for you. I want you to know that I am pointing many fingers at myself as I think about these things. This has been a convicting practice for me. Um, I know that I have failed in many ways and I have sinned in these ways. And so um, I hope that this is helpful for you as you consider um, how to follow Jesus um, as you participate in social media. Broadway, uh, I love you and, and peace to you.